This is episode 275 of the Gold Squadron Podcast. I'm your host, Gio Morales, and today I'm joined by Marcel, my otholaryngologist, had me with, ha, had at me with, or ENT if psycho dosh manzano. I don't, I don't know what half those words were. You almost got it. You you did. You you get a B. I get a B. Okay. On the otolaryngologist, Uh you get an F on the synecdoche. What? Really? It's basically just a way of saying that it's using a small word to represent a bigger piece of the pie. Ah. I understood what you said. Will, E-Wings, Wookiees, Phantoms, X-Wing, we need X-Wing, Hagwood. This is X-Wing. And Ryan, give me a Republic Arc 170 for four points, Staniszewski. They don't see play at five. Make them four. Four. You get to, you turn on the letter, it's fine, just give me four. <laughs> He wants four chonky, chonky boys. All right. Oh, just give one. It's fine. Four oh, points. Just, just one. Me. True of them. It's true, 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 true. Like not the generic, right? That's not what you're asking for. You just give me. So you, you wouldn't care if even it's, if it's if it's one seventy. I don't care which one. Who's like the who's the worst one? That's kind of the problem. Really so there's not one. one. <laughs> like people used to think Jag was the worst, but that's because you couldn't equip. Torps on him, but he has the loadout for Torps now. So I guess if you drop some of them down to no Torps available, it's probably mm. Jag then instead of Wolf. True. I see you. I see you. Well, as for announcements and news, here's an update on the Save TTT front. Uh, the team is coming together. People are responding to my email. I have officially sent it out for people who wanted to be a part of it. Uh, we are working on scheduling a meeting for next weekend so that we can build a plan. It's a four-phase plan, all right? And we're compiling ideas and things, so super excited about that. Uh, Do I have specifics? Can I give you them? No, but we are – it's it's one of my things that I'm working on in the background, so thank you for that. And secondly, an update. So right before the podcast, um, I I took some time, and I had been talking about the GSPOP kits, all right, trying to figure out something that I could put together for – uh, X-Men communities to uh, to be able to get their hands on, to have for tournaments, because there hasn't been any new prize support for that. So what I've done is I've put together a set of cards, 24 cards, five copies of four different cards, and four, uh, that is a plat- four copies of a plastic card that you would use for like a top four, uh, essentially. And I wanted to get them up on the shop today. The problem is some of the complications with like shipping and how that works with our website. But uh, basically, the cost on the kit is going to be $10.00 plus whatever it is to ship it to your country all right so so for instance in the united states that'll be about five bucks if you're in australia unfortunately that's like 18 dollars. and if you're in the uk i think when i looked at it it was like 16 dollars. so 
the what I'm going to end up doing is going to be multiple kind of posts for it. You'll see uh, GSPOP kit for the U.S. and that'll be end up being your total. We're going to start it as at limit one, and we're going to call this series one. Okay, that way it's easy for me to put them together, and I, I basically made as many of that set as I could, which was 18 of them. I don't know it doesn't sound like a lot, but I didn't want to commit you know several hours making hundreds of these uh until i figure out what it is so um anyway more information to come if you're on discord i'm basically going to tag people and say hey they're available when they become available ideally this week so that you guys can get some stuff and uh yeah so there you go and last update for uh patrons Andrew is working steadily on getting things out. Watch your email for the um, for the shipping and last shipping thing to talk about. If uh, if you want a stream prize, I have emptied the queue of all the stream prizes except for three, and that's because I can't find those three people ships. I'm looking for them. They are somewhere, and if I cannot find them, I will get you another one. All right. So soon, soon. Um, it's not the Ahsoka ships, is it? No, no. <laughs> I don't know where you are. Don't you? <laughs> no, those are those are those are shipped out. Uh, tier, tier. I put them in the box. It was just like, oh, uh, uh, I did keep one for myself. I did keep one for myself. It is right there. I had to find it. All right, I kept one for myself. But uh, we gave away three of them. We gave away three of them. I, rem I know we did. That's why I was wondering yeah. if those are the three <laughs> ships that would miss it. No, no. It's a, a Psy Shuttle, a G1A, and one where a person, like, didn't explain which one it was. And I'm just, like, looking. I was like, mm, I'm not sure which one it is. So, anyway, I sent them an email. I was like, hey, what'd you win? They could say anything, technically, if they wanted to. But don't do that. Um, and, of course... A reminder about the Isophane initiative. If uh, if you want to give to that initiative, help some people get to worlds, type exclamation point ISO, I-S-O. There's the link to it. All the explanation is there. Shout out to Isophane and team for that initiative. And it should be good times. Should be good times. All right. So. Today, we put a shout out to the community and said, hey, listen, we have the Oricon Galactic Championship qualifier around the corner. It's this weekend. We have Nova the weekend after that, I believe, is what it is. So two premier level events back to back after leaving Gen Con. And I kind of wanted to know where the community's head is at right now, whether where do, whether it is you have a question about um, just about the, the state of the game or where where are you list building wise? If you were going to an event like that or maybe you are going to an event, uh, whether it's Oricon or uh, or Nova. Kind of where where are things shifting now that we've seen what we've seen? So that's what I want to talk about today. And I figured we would start with our questions of the week. Uh, gents, in our, in our notes, I have them all listed there. So feel free. Will, I'll alley-oop it to you. You choose first. Who do you, who do you want to hit up? Uh, I'm going to choose the most fun one first, for sure. Because uh, I was already looking at pilots for it. Uh, and so we're going to go with Psych J7s. Uh, 
question here. The battle uh, with the Battle of Yavin coming out soon. If you could choose a faction, make a new version of a pilot. Who would you choose? And one ability would be the standard loadouts. I mean, most standard loadouts, if I'm not mistaken, have like three abilities plus a ship ability. And then sometimes they get like a faction ability on top of it. So right. I'm not going to go that in depth, probably. Uh, but, oh man, I am, uh, I'm torn uh, between uh, Han Solo from the solo movie, but I think I think the more interesting one would be Zori Bliss from the uh, the Battle of Exegol. I think is the, mm -hmm. the official name of uh, the yep. finale battle. And uh, I just want her ability, uh, her ability, her ship ability to be Hey Hey uh, because <laughs> she rides around with Babu Frick. Yes. Um, and uh, I don't know what they would do. I guess it would probably be. Uh, uh, so I guess well, she right now when when uh, I would I guess I would make it the inverse, which uh, right now she gets an action when others take an action. Mm -hmm. I'm actually going to turn her into a support ship. Uh, by saying when she takes an action, two ships at range one of her can take the same action. Uh, so assuming it's probably going to be target lock, right? Uh, but then she uh, she can only do that so many times. You know, like Babu Frick's hey hey ability would only be like maybe two or three charges of that very powerful ability. How um, many times does he say hey, hey, like the word hey in it? Is it two or three? Is it hey, hey, or hey, hey, hey? It's two. Uh, I, think it's, two I think it's just two. Two charges, two charges that's it. Okay, <laughs> okay so two charges hey. on the ability, but it's still very powerful <laughs> to be, like I said, assuming she's just going to be handing out target locks when she target locks. Uh, but it would allow a built-in wartime loadout uh, onto the card, so you wouldn't have to worry about using the configuration or not. This would be just the wartime style uh, for the Y-Wing. And I don't know, I'll throw her a bunch of goofy stuff like white boost and uh, a bunch of other crazy things. Uh, maybe some bombs, of course. I mean, I guess... Uh, yeah, I guess bomb. That's just a token, though. I don't have to like flip that or anything. So, uh, but yeah, the uh, I would really like uh, to see more Babu Frick, one of the uh, best characters out of that whole movie. So, so would 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 so the pilot would say Zori Bliss, and would you in the subtitle put Hey Hey? Uh, like, like as a reference to Babu, no, or would, would you put would like, like with Babu? Her, that would be like one of her abilities. Like the ability how, uh, would be Hey Hey. Yeah, the ability would just be called Hey Hey. Or okay. Whatever. You know how they have like uh, I don't know. There was like Hope. I yeah, guess was yeah. the the Rebel one. I forget what the other ones. Her, her like special it. ability. Or what's what's Hans? Doesn't Han have a bunch of? He has Hans like fly solo. solo. Yeah, isn't that uh, like the name of that ability? Yeah, yeah it's called Solo. Okay. It'd be, it'd be like that, well, which I think is cool. Uh, more uh, named abilities like that. And then, I don't know, uh, maybe a faction-wide ability? It, uh, I don't know what that would be. Um, I'd have to think more on that. Something with, like, like re being resistant to Ion or something because uh, of all the lightning in that battle, I guess. What do you guys think? I mean, 
I'd be in to see it all coming, you know, what what it would be, you know, the final loadout and everything together of that story with the fun Babu Freak interaction. I, I no, think I mean, like, what, what would you take for your ship? Oh, I had to think about this one. So I'm, I'm my route on like the standardized loadouts is they, they probably don't work well in terms of, like coming in a pack unless the pack is meant to be like mismatch stuff like i want to see poe in the tie sf with finn gunner level of thing i want to see like han co-pilot han piloting the shuttle tidarium the 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 lambda that dropped him down on the on the for endor you know the ones that like stolen chassis or things like that the ones that don't make sense right oh that that, there you you just handed them a look at that star wars x-wing stolen chassis or that that's that you were ready you gave him a title that's free amg you're welcome all right yeah i like that yeah and you, you know you can do your your normal rebel tie stuff from rebel or the rebels you know that one that one already kind of works but you can reintroduce them in standardized cards yeah they can maybe come back with sabine's emp device but it's only ever on that chassis and never on anything else so it can be potentially powerful Knowing it can't be on anything else. Um, what are other? What's some other good stolen chassis in the past that we've seen, or or pilots that would never show up in this unless it was a multi-faction ship, but only for that one pilot type of thing. Am I missing any other? Big I mean, ones? Ray in the X-wing, Ky- uh, uh, Kylo Ren in the Tie Fighter. Yeah, but those are at least kind of within faction, or at least close, right? Right. Are you talking for really crazy stuff? Uh, hmm. Oh, oh yeah, Sabine and Ezra taking the Tie Defender in that episode of Rebels. Oh 2. man, I, like Jake. I think I think if you came up with that though, you'd have to in, you'd have to include the mechanic where the wings pop off, <laughs> and uh, and they, they're not able to fly anymore. So something something along the lines of like if they take a critical damage. You know, oh. something like that. Like the the ship is disabled somehow. Like it gains an ion. Like what thing in the game? Uh, ion and a weapon's disabled. Like something something like that. But it it's a defender. Maybe it's cheap, but it has that that risk where you can disable it pretty easily. Vader in the Ada before he ever got in the in the Tie series mm-hmm. of ships. That's a good one. Um, I mean, what about all the times Hondo stole any ship, right? Just pick a ship Hondo stole. It's probably there somewhere. And realistically, he had. Didn't he have to slave one for a little bit? Uh, apparently, everybody can fly the slave one uh, with uh, how they're handing out the titles the next wing. That's right. Oh, Ray and the TIE Whisper. Uh, she did fly she it. She did yeah, fly that's it. That's true. She, she flew it to Octo. Then she You're burnt right. it. <laughs> I think she, I think she crashed it and was just covering her tracks. It was, like, oh, no. it was on purpose. <laughs> that's cool. All right. I, I like I like where I like where that that is though. Just kind of like taking uh, what a. Hmm. I mean, you could you could make see them in the movies and the TV shows, but you know they're probably gonna never come out in a normal pack. I mean, it's got to be a standardized pack type of thing. Does yeah? I'm trying to think of a Clone Wars one other than Anakin and Obi Wan taking that speeder. I don't think we could do the the convertible speeder. Oh, you want to talk like old old school Clone Wars here? The 2D animated series 
Mace Windu piloted a vulture droid by grabbing its head, pulling its circuits out, and started flying that's, it like a, chari- like, like a chariot. That's exactly Mace Windu what happened. piloting a vulture. I need it. I need it. I need it now. <laughs> <laughs> I just I want to see AMG commission that art. Like I would, I would be curious to see what the how how aggressive would that Mace Windu look? Because I mean, oh, I, I'd love to see someone try to make a tiny little miniature mace on top of a tiny little like vulture droid ship on in the real game. Yes, I mean we got we got plenty of creative people out there. I'm sure somebody would be up for it. Uh, and yes, having a three force vulture droid sounds pretty pretty sweet. <laughs> All right. Uh, Ryan, I'll pass it over to you. We got a list of questions. Which one do you want to tackle next? Um, oh, okay, here's one. From Alex uh, Feliciano. Uh, why do you think the Mando Commandos, basically all of the versions of the Commandos that we see, um, don't see much competitive play? Um, I think it's probably because the best chassis to bring them on is the gauntlet and the gauntlet itself is not really competitive right now uh most gauntlets gauntlets cost seven points uh in the rebel faction that's the same as luke you're probably taking luke first anyway um in the imperial faction it's the same cost as x1 vader probably taking that or you're taking a morna key or an oiken those are all seven points and the scum faction you're looking at all the fire sprays that partner with Boba in Boba, Kanan, plus fire spray. Or you're looking at Bosk, or you're looking at um, Fenrau. Uh, and even the more expensive uh, gauntlets are definitely, like, if the sevens don't feel good, the higher you go, it feels even worse. Especially mm-hmm. Maul at nine points. That is... Uh, definitely overcosted or the stuff that is also nine points are now being like boba and defender vader probably would need to be higher if you keep maul gauntlet at nine mm-hmm. and so on and so forth you know all the other factions i mean Repu- the only uh three die attack lar- the only large base ship in republic the bo katan gauntlet and the generic one but who cares about that is outclassed because 7b anakin is seven points as well just they're not worth it. Um, and it's, you could put them on other chassis, but the crew slot is very valuable in most uh, factions right now. You mm-hmm. look at Imperial. They're they're going big. They're big in on Seventh Sister right now. Uh, that's nine points. Doesn't normally have a lot to with two crew slots to be able to take the Imperial Commandos. On the Rebel side. Uh, the things that are, have two crew slots right now that people are taking, the U-Wings have very set loadouts right now that people are sticking to that help them stay alive and shoot better. Um, and then you're also looking at uh, the Falcons, which usually spend their points on stuff like Bistan and Perceptive Co-Pilots to do double shots. And Resistance doesn't really have double crew unless you're taken up resistance doesn't have commandos yeah oh no yeah because it's not sequel fast sequels anyway um the lats have all those all those force crew that are much more valuable and then as we've seen the emergence of the c-3po and corky from duncan um and separatists 
their only double crew comes from maybe an infiltrator that I'm missing that would load out, and then the gauntlet itself, and that's it. So they don't have very many ways to do it. And Scum has a lot of double crew, but as maybe one of our other questions might allude to, uh, besides Boba, other fire spray, Kane and Hawk right now, there's a lot of people kind of struggling finding the pieces and scum right now to put together besides Boba Kanan stuff or mm-hmm. Kanan and other stuff in general. We'll probably get to that question later. Any disagreements there? Any people? No, seeing? I mean, the, the person I've seen do the best is Andrew Goldbach at Gen Con. Um, and we, we got to see a game of his on stream. If you didn't get to watch it live, it should be available for our Twitch subscribers, and it'll be in our on our YouTube channel in a couple of weeks. Um, I think one of, one of the other things about Commandos, like, so as an idea – they seem good, right? They're kind of a, almost like a form of control or more like threat, right? It's like if you land on them, they, they give, I think, a strain. Is that what it is, right? You land on them, you could be given strain. Um, and then, of course, you have the possibility of being shot by them as well. Um, so, like, they have a hot, big upside. I think we saw Andrew roll, like, a, had, a, like, a double crit roll that just hurt somebody real bad. Like, but at the same time, you can blank out and you just wasted a charge and that feels bad. So I think the lack of consistency versus something like a, like a force charge that happens every single turn. It might be the reason why we're seeing people not go for it. There's probably everything has a price where it looks super good. Right. So we'll see where it goes after, uh, over time. But I, I definitely agree with, uh, with Ryan overall, Marcel, which question would you like to tackle, good sir? Hey, um, since we already started on this count, this one, we'll just keep going on it. It's from Hayden Gibbons. It says, I've been struggling to play Scum in the current meta. I've been experimenting a lot at tournament level play, and I have had uh, nearly as much success as I have. I have not had, um, or I haven't had as nearly as much success as I've had with the Empire, my other main faction. I would love to hear... Our thoughts on Scum's most competitive meta archetypes because he hasn't seen anything with resounding success other than the double fire spray plus Vulcan, um, which I believe actually would be more like the double fire spray plus Kanan Mm -hmm. is what we've been seeing more often. So I actually think the the Scum in general is is probably one of the best uh, one of the best factions to tinker with because they have uh that along with the empires but you already said with the empire you're doing that they have um the most number of ships the most like the largest quantity of ships that can be good when put together with other things um the problem is that you have to tinker and and find that that really synergetic um combination Mm -hmm. it's not a lot of uh, standalone ships that will just be good because they're good. You know, like you put Wedge and Luke, they're going to be good. If you put one in each corner, uh, and they're just going to be good. Like they, they don't have that. They, they do rely on each other for support. Um, so I was just writing a, a list of ships that, as an example, are are good and are good 
and then I'll also just probably feed a couple of how you can actually put them together, but that are that are playable and I think are m competitive in the meta when again paired together with other things. So I've got, of course, Boba Fett um, mm -hmm. is good. Uh, Eamon is good. We've already talked about those two. It's the double fire spray with Kanan. So Kanan. But other ones are Sarasu. I think Sarasu at four points, especially Sarasu with a proton torpedo. Um, and Gamut Key, with specifically with Protector Gleb, making him be able to be, uh, turns into essentially like a double coordinator because with Gamut's ability, it's kind of like coordinating because you're letting somebody retain a, a token and mm -hmm. then you're also given a token. So when you put those together, for example, in uh, with Doug Howe's XTC list, he's got Boba Fett, Sarasu, uh, Lima, Lima K, which is an initiative five Y wing with 14 loadout points, basically throw a uh, uh, dorsal turret and a proton torpedo and gamut key that allows you to have two double modded proton torpedoes at initiative five from Sirsu and uh and lima k um and those double mods coming from gamut with protector of glove uh feeding those those initiative ones and then you no, no feeding those tokens for the double mods and then boba fett again with the third initiative five just being a heavy hitter so that's a that's a list that can punch as hard as the Rebel Alpha. And it does have some survivability because it'll, it, it's got enough juice in it to survive that Rebel Alpha. But you're not going to kill Boba. Sirisu has the rerolls, plus you give it elusive. Actually, it doesn't have elusive. But it has the rerolls, and it has... Um, um, you're probably protecting him a little bit more against Wedge. But other than Wedge, it's going to survive... And then Gamma Key is just their feeding stuff. Uh, other ships that are exceptionally good is Manaru. Uh, a lot of people have been using Manaru. There's multiple ways of loading it out, but it's usually something like Gar Saxon, Punishing Title, and Notorious is probably a good combination for that one. Uh, Ahav is a good is is a good ship on its own. Q90 at six points. Uh, I forgot who it was, but somebody loaded it out in a way that basically it never dies. So you have a never dying with uh, Maul and Child, I think. Was it Maul was, and Child? There was the Child and I think it's Mando, isn't it? Yeah, it was something where every time it gets shot, it regenerates force. It's reinforced. It's not dying. It's shooting. And it's doing offensive and defensive uh, mods and it's just a really bad target. Uh, the YVs are still good. Uh, Bosk uh, is, is, I don't think Bosk will never not be good, especially when he's seven points. Seven it points just hits so hard. Really good thing. Yeah, he's, it's a really good, you get a really good uh, value for seven points with Bosk. Uh, Muralo, I think it's very sneaky. It's an underutilized ship, especially with objectives because Muralo can basically just show up in the middle of nowhere and, and disrupt the formation. And uh, with 20 loadout points, you can do a lot. And I, and I think the most overlooked ship out there is uh, the autopilot drone as well. And I'm not saying that ironically this time. Like literally the, the autopilot drone for two points, if, if the way that you're loading out your 
squad you have two points on there you have a coordinator for three turns and you have um the autopilot drone is really good at pushing a formation out of the way it's just really good at that so you you got a cord you got a coordination for the first three turns Mm -hmm. and then you also have basically you're lobbing a bomb you're putting it in the center and you're saying don't come in this area and you're giving up two points but usually what we say with tie fighters is you got to get your two points worth Mm -hmm. and that's really how you're looking at games now are you getting two points worth with 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 a ship and and it is again again, i wouldn't build around it but if you're if what you have you know a lot of the times you know you might be at 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 18 and be like ah there's no like just take it you know like don't don't be afraid to to build what you have again you're taking all this combination of ships and just have two points left over or you have an alpha strike version you know you have something that you know let's say you got sarasu and you don't have like the rest of doug's loadout but you want to make sure that sarasu is loaded uh and double modded for the first couple turns that, that i mean that there you go i mean he's, he's gonna make that happen for you and you're not afraid to lose them so that's 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 a good buy Here's a question. There's a ton of options. So here's a question. One of the ships that has disappeared and I feel like has a very strong, like, at least for a long time, had a very strong scum identity is the Fang Fighter, right? Specifically, Fen Rao. Um, competitively we're talking about competitively not not in casual play casual play do what you want it's fine but if i'm trying to win a tournament can i win a tournament with fen rao like i i don't believe (laughs) i just got anybody who says who's just listening all we have is head shaking i mean this and i'm asking this question because i know a lot of a lot of people when they think scum list or at least especially if you've been playing a long time you you think of fang fighters as front of mind when you come to scum like why can you explain to me aka somebody who maybe doesn't know why um why why can't i play fires uh, excuse me why can't i play fang fighters right now competitively cuz they're too expensive and there's too many ships out there they need they they, they need their action so they're in, they're uh, they're they're in reposition so they're automatically going to be bad at two of the uh missions out there so they're going to be mad at, at salvage and what the other one is called scramble or whatever it's called scramble yeah and there is a ton of ships out there right now and because you're out there getting objectives you're not you're not facing you know you're not jousting you're not you're you're gonna get shot at range two and three and everywhere in between and you're gonna end up bumping and it's just especially at bumping uh you bump fen rao all of a sudden you go from four dice to to three so you lose all of the benefits at range zero. It's not a because uh, at range zero you don't get any of the benefits anymore, right? Mm-mm. So that just no, to me that that's probably his biggest uh, penalty right now is that Concordia Dawn 
uh, doesn't work at range zero, and he doesn't get the extra dice either. And he's seven uh, points. I mean, it's just. I mean, that's just for in round. Like the other ones cost five points. Like what you can do with five points in scum. Like you just list off a bunch of ships who cost six and seven points. Like, man, uh, that's that's one heck of an upgrade from like Joy Rekoff to Bosk for just a couple of squad points. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or just I mean, a fire spray. Just... Like two more points from a fang to a fire spray. I mean, just think about it, Manaru. Uh, you get way more value out of the five points of, uh, of Manaru than you will ever will out of uh, any of the, not any of the, I mean, Fenrau is better, but then you're paying seven, so then you're comparing mm -hmm. him to... Uh, yeah, if we're comparing the five-point fangs, yeah. yeah, I was going to mention Manaru. Manaru is still an extremely good five-point option in Scum. Um, I think another thing is you got to look at what's in the meta right now. Um, both iterations of Vader... Uh, can make fangs really sad crits, whether it's from Malice on Defender Vader or whether it's from just the advanced targeting computer on X1 Vader. And if either of them get to move after Fenrir, Fenrir's really sad. In Defender Vader, because he just... I always get my full mods, essentially, with Force. It's going to be a painful shot, no matter what range it's at. And then on the other side, with First Order... Yeah, you better kill that FO Bomber if you get to range 1, otherwise it'll go to bomb you next turn. And good luck getting to range one with chaff clouds with a token. <laughs> so it's it's not a good world to be a fang right now because uh, it wants to get range one. And the things that are probably considered to be or what I would consider to be things you need to have plans for and expect to face in Swiss it's not going to come out positive for a Fang. Not to have a Fang list, Marcel, when you mentioned, um, obviously the Fang chassis and the Fang pilots themselves do not want to do scenario actions. I 100% agree. Um, but that doesn't mean they have to be the ones doing it in a list. You have other ships to do that. So, Would I bring more than one Fang? Absolutely not. Would I bring one? Maybe. The only one I would consider right now is Old T. Uh, he's six, which still feels a little expensive, but he's got a serious amount of loadout, and his ability doesn't exactly make um, certain ships right now very happy losing their tokens that they worked so hard to get a stack of. But even yeah. then, it's still iffy. Like I'm not, I'm not confident on that old T, but it's the most confident Fang I can say. All right. And, you know, and I see I see some people kind of working out like, well, maybe we have this ability to stop. Uh, so like here, I'll, I'll just read some out. So Psych J7 was like, what about Tapus to stop Force Regen? First time caller was like, you could pair maybe uh, Fen with Torkoal in order to to fight off Vader. I think the problems there is now you're building your list around a single piece to keep it alive and we've seen fen rao be a god but i think the inclusion of range zero and those scenario actions in a tournament mind you the, the scope we're talking about is in a tournament setup uh where you are going to have to play all of the objectives i think it puts you uh he becomes a liability more than um more than a boon but hey if you are brave enough to give it a go, go for it. But to answer uh, specifically going back to Hayden's question, uh, Marcel gave you a bunch of options there. Check those out. Start experimenting uh, with those and um, maybe take a second look at ships that you 
didn't think about, like the, w w one of the other, other things is like scum was for a long time has been really good at chance engagement so you're kind of used to grabbing specific pieces um Marcel, you were mentioning Doug Howe's list. You you said Lima Kai, which was uh, is a is a ship that kind of popped up once in a while, but wasn't super popular. Um, Sarasu as well, another another uh, maybe more popular M3A, especially when there was a bunch of M3As kind of swarms happening out there. But uh, dig dig through some of those um, those abilities. Scum uh, Scum likes to have some fun. And look at the XCC lists. I think that's another. Just um, they've they've already been published. They're out there somewhere. Just just see what people built for 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 the team event. All right, now Joe W asked a a big hot button. Maybe maybe not quite hot button, but a, a bigger, a broader question. So he asked, uh, does the objective format need some more tweaking, or is it good? where it is so um if we're talking about a i'm assuming you're talking just to kind of maybe because this question could potentially be construed in different ways um we're, we're going to talk about it in a tournament kind of sense and maybe just the 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 way the way that they interact with a with an event so does it need some more tweaking i think AMG is a lot closer today than they were when we first got objective. Can we can we all agree on that? Yeah. Yeah. Never going back. Right. Have to pass the die on that one. <laughs> Ain't nobody playing that legacy version. I'll tell you that much. No. Um, and, and as and as for tweaking, I mean, f for me. All the games that I have played in objectives, um, I have felt satisfied. Like I have lost some pretty badly, but it's because of things you would have lost badly for before. Bad decision making, bad approach. Uh, legitimately, sometimes like, oh hey, I I my dice just said no in the wrong spot, and now I, I lost an important piece at a certain amount of time. Um, I mean. Right now, I think we're good with the objective format in and of itself. Could points be tweaked? Could object? Could loadouts be tweaked? Absolutely. There's always small those little levers that can be adjusted in order to basically change the meta. That's how you do it, right? Is by is by changing those points. But right now, I think we're good. Could we use additional objectives like scenarios? Sure. Um, but, I mean, we still – would you guys agree here? After being at Gen Con, like there are still people who don't – who aren't familiar enough with the four that we have, right? So much so to like – like to not know like the names even of what they do. <laughs> but we had we had a lot of people a lot of a lot of questions at Gen Con. There was a lot of like, how does this work again? Which one is this? We even had people play the wrong objective at certain times. Alright. <laughs> Alright. So I mean what what do you guys think on that? I mean I, I think right now we're okay. And maybe maybe in a year or so add a couple of objectives, like different scenarios to spice it up. So I, a couple of things. I, I don't think that salvage is that the one, the tow, the yeah. cargo. 
I don't think that one's okay. I think that one, um, Farmer put a, um, a poll up on his, uh, on his page, I think like a week or two ago, like which, mm-hmm. which is your least favorite one. And I think 75% of the people that voted, voted salvage for a reason, because it is the least enjoyable one. And uh, Brandon, uh, our local progress, mm-hmm. made a really good point. And other people were like on the same page is like, what is the point? Uh, to pick something up and then just stay in the fight. Like you're not, thematically it doesn't make sense. Logistically, it doesn't make sense. There's five of those objectives. It's not not even three. It's just it, it's counterintuitive. So you're you're handicapping yourself to get a to carry something uh, and collect points, but you're not you know you're not salvaging. You're not taking it anywhere. Like what's it, it it's it, like to me it would make a lot more sense if you had to pick something up. And then fly off the board or take it to within range one of your board edge, and then mm-hmm. you get five points or or something you know where it makes it worthwhile to you for you to like take the trip to get all the way out there and get you get one of your ships out of the fight uh or at least have some purpose but right now, I think um the mechanic of it like oh I pick it up therefore i can't I can't uh barrel roll I can't boost you know i can't reposition um i think that just changes the mechanic of the game the mechanic of the ships and the way they play so it changes the game significantly more than the other ones do uh it's not just for getting rid of an action uh which adds the confusion you're talking about if you know because now you're thinking like oh you can't do this and well before you you couldn't coordinate so can you coordinate now it just just a lot more confusing so I don't I don't like that objective at all, or that mission at all. And I think the the internet, based on that poll, the hive minds seems to not like it either. Uh, so that one can use some tweaking. And I also think that making six, adding you know a couple more in there, is is not. You don't have to wait to do it. You can do it, and then it's. I mean. People will just learn it. I mean, it's okay. I mean, I mean, it, it is that. I mean, the people who don't know it now, like I don't know any of the names. Uh, well, I know chance engagement, but the, I wonder which one's your favorite. Huh? What? My favorite is the King of the Hill, actually. Uh, so I, th- I think that's my favorite. But the um, the. The people who don't know the names still won't know the name. They just won't know six instead of four. And the people who <laughs> right. don't know all the rules still won't know all the rules. They just won't know the rules for six. But if but the people who take the time to study it and know the name, know the know the way that it plays out, knows the strategy for it. If they know it for four, they're going to know it for six. So I don't think it's going to change. It's just going to de- be more of the same. And yeah, I think it'll when, be more of the same more that and complete. Mindset. Like get the same internet reaction that you just mentioned, though. I mean, like if you said nothing's going to change, wouldn't that be true? Whether we have the same amount of objectives or more? No, what I meant was nothing was going to change in terms of the, the the player in relation to the missions. Like the people who know the missions will know the missions. The people who understand them will understand them. The people who who don't know them will still not know them. 
uh, what will change is it'll add a little more variety to the tournaments and especially again talking in competitive sense um, since six seems to be the max number of rounds that a tournament will go after hitting like a certain threshold I think it makes the most makes sense to have one of each versus um, you know regurgitating two of them in in swiss and possibly regurgitating one or two in in the cut depending on how many make the cut so i think six is a uh for tournament play i think six is, is a is a good number so i'll oh, go ahead man we'll say uh kind of in defense of salvage a little bit so i, I can see why people don't like it it's fine everyone has their preferences um but I think it is an important uh, check on some of the uh, ships that have the capability of action plus reposition, double reposition, repositioning in general, right? If you have, because if you look at scramble, you look at assault, you look at chance, those all could have a benefit by a ship or chassis have something related to repositioning. Whether it's like an Aether Sprite, you can do a reposition and then their action, which can be a scenario action. Whether it's a Silencer or an Interceptor that can do an action, then a reposition. Or just repositioning it all to get to those King of the Hill points. Or making sure you're in range 2 bubble of chance engagement, skirting the edge, and deciding whether you want to commit in or not. Um, Salvage says, hey, you repositioning ships, if you go all in on repositioning, and that's your bread and butter. You're gonna, you are going to have a challenge in salvage. That's the point. You need a well-rounded list, or if you don't want a well-rounded list, that's okay. You just have to understand that you are gonna tank one objective. You're, you're taking that risk. That's a calculated risk. You have to know. If you don't know, then you just built your list and didn't care, which can happen. Um, I think it's important that a type of that objective exists. Now, whether it's built in the exact same way that it still is, I don't know. I do like the idea of having a reason to carry something to somewhere. There's an objective in Legion. It's mm -hmm. like it's called Bombing Run. You denote certain ships in your list at the start, or you could treat it like Dodgeball a little bit, or like a Red Rover slash Dodgeball, where you go pick up the bombs, and you take them and drive them into your opponent's deployment zone, and that's how you get your points but you get a larger chunk of points once you make it there, kind of like an end zone goalie type effect. Uh, so that could be a version of it where it has the same type of towing aspect, but it's played differently to where, you know, where you want a more thematic reason to have these ships hang around the battle, not just run with the supplies, you know. They're running to somewhere, but also could stay in the battlefield. Um, but I do think it's important to have some type of objective that has a, a sort of check or balance on the ships that are very capable of repositioning. Yeah, don't disagree. I, th I do think that salvage is a great candidate to get the same thing as the, um, the flip one, uh, where it's only three of them. Because again, it does punish the, the repositioning ships, but for like the three you know for the smaller count um List. squads it's, yeah. it's just 
having five of them is just really um, I mean, it's, 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 it's almost insurmountable in, in a lot of situations, especially when you're facing against five, six, seven ships and you only got three um, or even four. You, you can't sacrifice. You can't get four. You can't sacrifice your entire yeah, list. Yeah, but I don't, to, I don't think your, their reposition a three-ship list is, is supposed to be good at that scenario, just like it's not supposed to be good at, um, say, well, scramble. Um or even an assault, <clears throat> because you have limited numbers. Like, uh, I like how you put it, Ryan, took the words right out of my brain before I even th uh, thought them into existence. I uh, was the, the checks and balances. Uh, the, in the same way that chance punishes a mobile ace skirting the edge of the battlefield, uh, the... Um, and assault might benefit a squad who's willing to spread apart um, or have just a big large base that can is willing to go into the center to cover command points uh, like the what you might see is a penalty to some list some lists are craving it because they can't go one-on-one -on -one against these highly maneuverable ships uh, well it might be an exaggeration, but uh, the in salvage, uh, you know, you you started with a six ship squad facing down a four ship squad, but they, you know, both your lists are halved now. Uh, you have a slight advantage to be able to grab the uh, the extra crate, if you will, right? The uh, one more than your opponent, uh, and that will f essentially force them to come back and fight you. They can't just like turn away and run uh, for time, because there's still many things for you available to to pick up. Uh, and that's uh, what I think makes the. Or, sorry, what do I want to say? What I think the goal of objective should be is that catch-up mechanic to where you can't. Uh, you can't just kill an expensive ship and then just run away for the rest of the game until time because your opponent has things to do in the meantime. And I think for almost all of them, except for chance, which is obviously a check on that, right, where you don't have a catch-up mechanic, you're going to have to actually fight this one out. Uh, then to, uh, which they did balance a little bit. They balanced that to where if you do just leave, you actually get a lot more points as you try to claw your way back. Uh, so in, in that regards, they've been very successful to me in providing that alternative win condition. So basically, we're calling out the boost babies is what we're doing. Got it. Yeah, it turns, right. it turns out every ship having boost <laughs> or in bear roll uh, is pretty good. Repositions are great in this game. Yep. And so are actions, it turns out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it is definitely interesting. So here, here is a, kind of a question to, uh, to kind of play off of this. So for game balance, overall game balance, most of the time we have talked about points in relation to ships, and now we have loadouts. So, you know, talking about these objectives the way we are essentially what we're saying is that the whatever the objectives are are a version or are a part of the puzzle of balance for the game overall it's 
one more lever that can be pulled to about to try to flatten that advantage curve when it comes to specific ships by having different different options would you guys agree there yay nay i mean that's i kind of that's i kind of feel like that's a a background statement that's being mm -hmm. being put out there yeah well can i can i bounce a question to you do you yeah. have a bonus question bonus uh, let's go uh, so if there, if each one of these scenarios more or less has like a check or balance or like it hurts some list and promotes others, uh, what kind of scenario do you think that they're not taking advantage of? Uh, who do you think really could use some checks and or a, a buff uh, in some sort of scenario? Anything that messes with fire sprays, I don't know what that would be. But seriously, okay. like the fire spray is <laughs> is like one of the is you can't argue it's one of the it has been historically one of the best chassis. I don't know how you heard of fire spray, but I, 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 it, I guess I don't know. I mean, you can only have so many fire sprays in a list, so any right. objective that promotes more ships. We'll do it. Ooh, a, a teamwork objective where you need two ships to take an uh, to take an objective at the same time. So you either had to fly your fire sprays close together, or uh, you won't be as good at that objective. There you go. Maybe that could be that could be, that could be something. That could be something. I like that. I like that. Now, one I want to respond to uh, to Matt B fourteen in the chat. He was asking, you know, could there ever be a possibility for an event where there's are four standard objectives and maybe like a mystery objective, one that's um, maybe for a specific event? I would say, as an event organizer, and also, you know, just thinking about historically. The, the the way the game is, if the expectation would be to have a different objective per event, I don't think AMG has the manpower or the testing power to release that. Um, and if you were to leave the objective creation up to, like, let's say your TO for something like that, that can create a lot of issues, a lot of issues over time, balance issues. Um, and I think the the more by by having, you know, the, everybody doing the same thing, it keeps it a lot safer. We're, we're all agreeing to the same rules by having that wild card option. Uh, I think. While I know that idea sounds like interesting, like, oh, some crazy objective, um, if I'm playing in an official tournament, I want it all, all, all cards on the table. I want, I want to be aware of everything. Uh, if you're doing something locally, go crazy, you know, that's fine. But, um, I think I think that creates a, a heavy burden that can cause a lot of issues because it'd be what if you were at a world qualifier and you lost the final because of some weird rule with a custom objective that you didn't know about like that that just that causes some weird some weird some weird interactions I get I, I know you want some excitement you want some variety I get you. I get you. I think more objectives would um, would do it, but being being that 
AMG took how long to release these four? How long did they work on it? A year and a half? Two years? Well, I mean, you're not counting Droid Ball and, of course, uh, the upcoming Battle of Yavin as well. True, true. I, I would so say we'll for, for... It, we'll call it, you know... Call it five and a half. All right. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I uh, guess tur tournament objectives. Tournament objectives. Um, oh, come on. Let's play Joy Ball. Come on. <laughs> D and Farmer tested it. It's got to be foolproof, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. Um, so, yeah. Like, it's it's there's – some, there's, there's, there's some time with this. And they – they did say, I feel like in a in a, um in some interview that they would be open and or in the future there could potentially be more objectives added. Uh, what the when and what we don't we don't know we don't know. But let's uh let's keep it moving here. Let's keep it moving here. I want to go ahead and address Doji Brian's question. He asked, "Where where are huge ship points?" I know that's not something that AMG has talked about too much publicly, but I know in a conversation I had with them in person, they they're they something along the lines of basically like yeah you know we're we're doing all this stuff and we got I'm so glad that we got all of the points done, and then literally period. Well, except the epic stuff, we know we're gonna get we're gonna get to that later, and there was a we'll get to that later when that is, I don't know, but. And we've talked about it before, money money talks, right? I feel the best solution, and this is coming from me, mm -hmm. is that uh, just release a quick build for every epic ship, please. Like, do a standard loadout, just recommend us a something that That's a good idea. think would be appropriate. Um, just so, like, they can be on the table and people don't have to feel weird about it. Mm-hmm. But of course you should be fine. I'm like, just make your own scenario. Like you're already going crazy on it. Right. And of course we're not saying like in normal play. We're talking about. Oh, like, I want if, them in standard. Let's you go. want them They're in standard. Box. You want to play against yes. like, is that a whole, well, is that 20 it. points? Is that, tw is that one no. ship 20 points? Well, see, you'd have to essentially get the Corvette and the Raider to 14, which I think you have to limit their, uh, You'd have to router their healing and uh, what's the other thing? Their bonus attacks. I don't think they could attack like seven times with your raider for 14 points. So maybe maybe just like one or two bonus attacks would be more appropriate. Okay. But the Gonzati though, the Sea Rock, man, the transport, those uh, fairly sm like their smaller ships used to be called single card. Yeah. Uh, when that was the thing. I think those would be fine. Come on. 10 points. I'm in. Sure. Let's go. We'll see what happens. They, they could just say no if it uh, if it breaks anything, right? <laughs> All right. And the last question we have here um, was from Jeff Sanders. I kind of addressed this. He was asking, he said, uh, Dion, the community really appreciates GSP's push uh, to keep uh, Tabletop.to alive uh, after after its planned withdrawal in October. Uh, are you able to spill any tea uh, if GSP has been able to negotiate enduring management of the site? Um, basically talking about like if I want it, if, if you wanted to plan an event for November, for instance, um, could you do that? 
and trust that we would take care of it? My answer to that question is we're not at that point yet, so I can't say yes or no. I can't guarantee that uh, that your event will be fine. I know it doesn't feel great, but I I don't want to say yes and you'd be disappointed. But I know one of our goals, one of our goals is to make sure that this tool exists through worlds. Now, one reality that we're we're managing, and I'm just going to be very upfront with this, is so TTT you has a bunch of account information for people, right? Email addresses, names, all that stuff. There is a bunch of legal things, hurdles that we have to figure out how we want to manage that. Um, if it was just a direct transfer of website. So it's like I own TTT dot com now or whatever. I forget what the actual URL is. All right. Like there's some things we have to because with the ownership of that changing, there's some there's some some issues that we have to figure out there. So as of right now, my answer is I don't know. Um, and when when we know, I'll let you know. I know that's not a great answer, but it's it's what we got. It's what we got. All right. So the other call that we put out to the people was. Throw us some lists. What are you thinking about list-wise? So if you head over to our Discord and you pull up our submission-only section and you go to list critiques, Yasby links, please. Uh, there is a ton, my friends. There is so many, so many. Um, so I figured let's uh, let's dig through some stuff here and uh, and give uh, give some opinions. Anybody want to go first? Anybody got one? Are we doing just, uh, are we remaking it? Well, I mean, what are we doing? Are uh, we just talking about pull it? Pull it up, talk about it, see what works, minor tweaks. Mm. See, maybe maybe if we can optimize some things. So I put one in there. I, again, I didn't know what we were doing. So I put one in there, um, first order, which... I don't know if you want to click on it, open it. I got bring you. It up on the, so who uh, who submitted this one? Um, I don't know. It said bot. So whoever, somebody <laughs> submitted it, and then I just pulled it from the bot. So whatever nice. the bot All is. right. <laughs> All right. So I'll, I'll adjust the screen so that it looks good. All right. So this is a four-ship first order squad that contains zero fo bombers and i think that's important to start with and <laughs> Stanazuski's like this is probably wrong i see the face but let's, so, let's go I, ahead I, I'm, as ryan is shaking his head i am of the opinion that the best first order squad contains zero uh zero fo bombers zero kylo and zero shaft clouds i am not of that opinion oh i honestly okay. believe oh there are no shaft clouds without fo bombers but okay, okay yeah i honestly believe that the most um versatile and easy to pick up it may not have the highest ceiling it has a very high ceiling but just if you want to pick it up and and because 
the the Kylo one, you know, the crispy one, like you need to like put wraps on it. You you have to really try um, to figure it out and figure out like the correct approach and all that. I having five um, whispers with proton rockets, some scramblers, fanatical, or you can and two of them are going to be named whirlwind plus uh, wraith breath or whatever it's called. And that's basically the old school um, five A wing pocket list. Like that is that 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 I think has a ton more potential. Just a lot of people don't use it, and, and I didn't even consider it till again I saw it in the XCC list come up. And I'm like, eh, I don't want to play against that. And I played it two or three times since, and I'm like, it is. It is. I mean, you have five jams around, five pockets, arcs in the front, arcs in the back. It's just a whole bunch of nonsense. It's just remember, you can't pocket people through the back, so don't let somebody don't don't let somebody try that. Well, I mean, it's a bullseye only. Yeah. R right, but I definitely have played against people and have have heard people be like, "Oh, I mean, this. All right, just measure from the from the other side because it says I can shoot missiles out the back." No. Yeah. That's not how that works. Or you would get the, the the bullseye. But anyway, well, you're so thinking anyway, you're think thinking really you're thinking TTS. I'm talking about people yeah. on a table. They're crazy, man. You can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I picked this list uh, for that specific reason, just because I thought it was interesting that it was it was using ships that uh, you don't really see out there. Quick draw and midnight specifically, but also Commander Malaris and the uh, and the side shuttle. Um, so he has, or she, I don't know who put this one together, quick draw with elusive, advanced optics, fanatical, suppressive gunner, not the correct gunner for our special forces, fire control system and shield upgrade, uh, midnight with fanatical, magpulse, enduring, and pattern analyzer, Kylo, whisper with brilliant evasion, instinctive aim, concussion missiles, sensor scrambler enhanced, sweet, and then Commander Malris with Hondo, Pattern Analyzer, and Phasma. Uh, com competitive, I don't think it's, it's, it's ultra competitive, but I also think that there's a whole ton that can be optimized on each of these ships um, to just make it closer to competitive. Can, can so. I ask a question? Why yeah. do you think they reached for suppressive gunner? So the, for anybody who doesn't remember the suppressive gunner ability, while you perform an attack, you may spend one focus result. If you do, the defender gains one deplete token unless it chooses to suffer one damage. Is is the dream – because you have, you have only one focus. There, is there any way to get multiple focus tokens in this list? I don't. Not I don't think really, so, right? Because you've got um, you you don't have Agent Terex, so no. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm just I'm just trying to trying to figure out why suppressive gunner. I'm thinking just to keep the ships alive a little bit longer, have people opt for deplete instead. But most people just, especially with so many to, uh, fire sprays and other stuff laying around, mm -hmm. like yeah, I'll take the damage. I'm not gonna pass up on a shot, uh, on a die. But um. Yeah, so, so how I, I, how would you optimize this without changing any of the pilots? Yeah, so I'll, I'll just go through it quick because I know we, we want to go some other, some other ones. So on uh, quick draw, I kept elusive. I dropped suppressive for special forces gunner, of course. 
and just um, advanced optics, turn that into pattern analyzer, and uh, fanatical to crack shot. So that was pretty straightforward change there. Then on midnight, I change um, well, let's get rid of enduring first. I changed enduring to proud tradition. Uh, and since you have proud tradition, you don't need pattern analyzer, change pattern analyzer to targeting computer. So that's one that uh, it's, an, it's, an, it's an easier way of getting Kylo his, uh, his shot. And then uh, I changed fanatical to, um, to lone wolf, just add the extra points. And you can either go concussion missile or mag pulse, that's on you, but the, yeah, change that one to Lone Wolf. Uh, Kylo, uh, Instinctive Aim. And this uh, is Whisper Kylo for anybody who's listening. Yeah, Whisper Kylo, yeah. So put, get rid of, uh, what did I do? Something is missing here. So I got rid of Brilliant Evasion. I got rid of, what is it, Sensor Scramblers? Yeah, Sensor Scramblers. Then I added Malice. Is it? Not, not enough points, points right now. All right, he's got something there that I don't Shield have. upgrade? Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, no shield upgrade. So Malice, Elusive, and Advanced Optics. Yeah, I was wondering why it was so low on points. And then Commander Morris got rid of Hondo and Pattern Analyzer. Um, Proud Tradition is better than Pattern Analyzer because it's cheaper, not because it's better. Uh, Biohex Codes and uh, it's a tech. And then uh, Agent Terex. So basically, it doesn't change a whole lot. It just makes quick draw punch a little bit harder with crack shot and special forces. Uh, it makes midnight be more of a support ship with targeting uh, synchronizer. Lone wolf allows them to kind of fly off in proud tradition, also being able to stay alive. So the lone wolf in proud tradition is just there mainly for survivability. Kylo hits harder with malice and advanced optics. Uh, especially again if he's getting support from midnight so he doesn't have to spend his his uh, his force on instinctive aim and then command models becomes a better support ship because with biohex codes can uh, take that target lock early and then coordinate a at any range later on uh, can jam you know can target lock jam and then agent Terex is just a much better support because it gives you those those three agilities and then it gives you that that jam or um or calculate at the start of every turn that, that you can pass off so anyway it's i, I went through it fast but mm -hmm. in, in my opinion i don't know if you guys want to take a just a quick commentary on any of those upgrades but in, in my opinion that just kind of makes it a more meaningful not meaningful it just makes it better optimized that's cool we'll we'll, we'll let it makes we'll, sense to me yeah we'll let it lie um will do you want to pull a list yeah i just put one in there um let me see if i 
can see here. Yep, so I got it pulled up. This is from Blue Jello. Uh, I prefer green Jello personally, but I'll allow. Really? It. Do they have flavors? I guess. I don't I, like Jello. What? what? You're a pudding man, I bet, huh? I mean, pudding's no. fine. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, the uh, so anyways. I got distracted by, by the, the blue jello. jello. Uh, anyways, uh, said uh, that they had been flying Zs, um, but they mostly abandoned the idea of flying Zs, um, but want to, uh, they're, they're always tempted to revisit them. Um, and they have uh, submitted a list that uh, says he's abandoned the synced console strategies, uh, which I do think is very fun. Uh, fire control system reroll, and then you your regular focus and then you pass the lock off to the next person who uses fire control system for a reroll. Uh, that's uh man, when it works, it works, but getting that, that Rune Goldberg machine to, to function can be difficult. So instead, uh, he's looking at a very popular upgrade right now. Uh, Corky Crease on a hound. Uh, this version has Satine uh, to be handing out evades and, um, Mostly evades when you recharge your 7th Fleet Gunner, uh, so you can throw those as well. Uh, but you can do some other things um, as far as like handing out defensive focuses. Has click as you do uh, with R3 and proton bombs uh, for multiple locks, so it's easier to activate your ability. Uh, slider with proton rockets. Uh, Let's see here. Warthog is, these are all Z95s, by the way, except for a click. Uh, Warthog with proton rockets, boost with proton rockets, and stub with shield upgrade. So, uh, the uh, ones I want to focus on are uh, Warthog. I'm actually changing a huge majority of this list. So, it's not, it's not going to be Hound anymore? Uh, I heard no, we're dropping hounds. We're dropping hounds, and anybody who's not initiative four, get them out of here. We're going to keep click and slider because I do think that there is some uh, good things you can get out of the Z's. Um, but uh, essentially, uh, what you're looking for a more cohesive list uh, where the the individual parts um, are. Uh, overall better. Uh, we're going to keep a second Z, though. Uh, I want the other Initiative 4, Hawk. Now, Hawk and Slider, I think our, I used to think it was going to be Stub because it was three agility and three attack dice, right? Uh, but no, I, I've changed my mind. It's Slider and Hawk. Initiative 4, great ways to move around uh, when uh, you need to. Uh, so we're going with them. And then... Uh, we're going to grab a bunch of other I-4s, including two Aether Sprites, which I think is uh, Luminara and Mace are the I-4 Aether Sprites I'm looking for. 7 or 7B. Seven oh, oh no, cheap ones. Uh, just regular 7s. Luminara and Mace. Uh, then we only have three lonely points to fill out our squad. And we're going to be looking at a V19, uh, who is also initiative four. That's kickback. Uh, that's a name I have not heard 
Ever. Uh, Ever. Cont- <laughs> I know. I'm recommending kickback. Uh, but he, he fits this mold here of the Initiative 3s. And uh, he's actually going to be our Synced Council person. Um, I don't know if I guess I could go through all these upgrades. But uh, everything's Initiative 4. Yes. That's the main point. I was really confused. Huh? Oh. He said Initiative 3. That's why I was oh, really he's, confused. Sorry, I meant, I meant that he's 3 cost. Uh, so I'm going to give him, as you do, a dedicated and synchronized consult. Uh, so that way he's actually going to be our our lock thrower because uh, that's kickback's ability. After he barrel rolls, he can perform a red lock, uh, which gives him one, two, three, four, five, six different action combinations, uh, which is pretty impressive. Uh, the Jedi, I don't know what you put on Jedi these days. So, quick question with kickback, you still got six points. What missile are you going to slap on there? Oh, probably. I mean, homing would make the most sense if you're dedicated to throwing your target lock. Um, but I think concussion's just overall a, a better value because okay. it does damage and has three charges. Uh, but, I mean, you can pretty much just throw any, anything in there that you feel like. Uh, I don't know what's good on Jedi. Uh, P, uh, R4P on Mace. And uh, I don't know. Uh, Shattering Shot, I guess, is good. People like that. I uh, highly recommend Patience on Luminara. Uh, yes. Be able to keep yeah, that ability up. Yeah. I've got Patience for her. And then, do you got enough also, for Force? Mace, Mace no. might really like R4P17, the uh, pattern analyzer droids. Ah, uh, that's, that's right. That's right. P17. So we'll take P17 Shatter and Shot. He normally has extra Force. Uh, so, and he, oh yeah, he can't take Crack Shot, or else I would. Uh, I totally agree. Luminara uh, really is like your support ship out there. Uh, denying modifications. So keep that strong for her. I don't know what, uh, yeah, five-point droid. Man, they really don't sell five-point droids like they used to. Uh, let's make her, let's give her the crit bot. Maybe people will start shooting at her then. Uh, if not, she can always just shoot last. She's got some options now for uh, for a salvage mission. Uh, that's true. That is true, yeah. Uh, then uh, Hawk and Slider. Now, I'm going to be honest with you, Proton Rockets, not what I would have uh, guessed because uh, I'm so obsessed with Fire Control System and Dedicated, uh, which only leaves you uh, which only leaves you five points for concussion missiles. Uh, four points if you want to take uh, your own synchronized console, which, uh, sure. Uh, let's let's go with that. I know they it wasn't going to be a synchronized console squad, but I still think it's very good. Uh, let's grab uh, well whatever one. Let's grab some ion torpedoes on one and maybe magpulse on the other. Uh, these uh, the Z ninety five is the versatile frame man. Really uh, flavor to taste uh, on those guys. Um, but they could do some uh, lock shenanigans. But I still like that fire control system rerolls. Uh, then click click is perfect how he is dedicated R three. Uh, the main point is getting a lot of dedicateds out there. Um, trying to include all four to protect your Jedi. Uh, plus as well Luminara 
being able to help out in addition to that. Now, of course, you could always switch Mace to Ahsoka, but it kind of ruins the the four initiative mm -hmm. squad. And in this, you actually like no one's really that expensive, right? You don't have like a major support piece. Like if they attack Luminara, she can handle herself defensively, right? And uh, I think this is a way to kind of sneak these Z95s into a squad uh, that actually supports them beyond just what a, a lat could do. Because you got your click supporting there. You have your other Z95s for riding dedicated and uh, Luminara for uh, helping out uh, some attacks as well. And that kind of the, it becomes like a greater than its parts uh, when, well, when flown like this. Uh, but yeah, uh, the oh, oh man, uh, have you guys have you guys tried slider slipping around? I have not. Uh, it looks it looks fun. I've attempted were oh. boost, warthog, killer, and stub. Yeah, uh, I just realized that you can sideslip out of a K turn with Slider because it's a blue two bank. Wow, uh, what a revelation! Uh, and the, just the fact that you can uh, choose to do it or not. If the enemy come towards comes towards you, you can sideslip. If they leave and go the other way, you just die. You just chase. keep doing that regular two bank, right? You just keep dialing that two bank until eventually you do need to side slip. Uh, so he was uh, pretty good. I, yeah, I just can't. I just, honestly, though, I, I just can't put my faith in Prockets. Because uh, uh, if you miss your opportunity to shoot that Procket in probably round like two or three, uh, your Z95 is not going to survive too much more longer to shoot that Procket. Uh, I do think out of the Z95s he has originally that have brockets, I think two of them are the ones I believe in carrying brockets. One of them being Warthog. He will always live until he get to shoot it. I will hold on to this and I will shoot you and get that brocket off. The other one being Boost because he's got the start engagement boost. But it doesn't mean he won't get shot and potentially lose that focus, which is where yeah, I feel having like... more dedicated ships in mm -hmm. that list is going to be more helpful. Um, I, I'm i hard-pressed to not take a Latin Republic ever these days. I don't know how... I don't know if I like your list, Will. I actually think I like the original better. I don't know oh, about you, all the oh, Zs. You, oh, you said, you said to not take a Lat in Republic. Yeah, I, I will always take a Latin Republic for now. It's, that's that's fair. Their support, deal. Um, their support is very very well. Uh, they also even help the Sync Council stuff. Like they can get rerolls so that Sync Council can pass further. Although I've attempted a similar list with Sync Council, and I in like I just think with chaff it it breaks it so easily, mm. or any jam realistically. Uh, so that's my original concern when I've tried to build it. So I I think quick, what I would do with yours, Blue Gel, if you want to stick with the main guts of it, uh, take a couple of Zs out, maybe. Um, Stub with the shield upgrade is pretty solid. Uh, Warthog with the Prockets is okay. I haven't tried Slider enough, so I can't comment that much. But I think less Zs, more Vs. Get Contrail in there. Get Tarkin in there. Tarkin can bring a Chaff, by the way. 
Um, and uh, using stuff like Satine and Cork, he can help keep those V-Wings much more annoyingly alive for a long time with three agility with all those tokens. And uh, Contrail could take some real upgrades. And with 7th Fleet Gunner, range one crack shot, Contrail is no joke with, with lat support and 7th Fleet Gunner. All right, I got a, I got a, I got another one here. I got another one here. Uh, this one's gonna be. A, let's see. Can we get it to open through Yasby? No, it's fine. This is good. I like Launch Bay on my phone, not on the computer, but we'll survive. All right. So this is. Uh, they said experimental Ezra battleship list. We have Ezra in the. Um, the gauntlet, right? Ezra and the gauntlet. Well, and I do see a mistake here already. So we got Ezra in the gauntlet with compassion, notorious, the child, veteran tail gunner, contraband cybernetics, uh, swivel wing, and the night brother title. Uh, Bodica in the is that a fang fighter? Bodica Venge with Beskar reinforced plating. Mm -hmm. Colby Sperato with also Notorious, which isn't going to work because it's unique, right? It can only be on one. Uh, R4 Astromech and Contraband Cybernetics. And then last but not least, Wedge with Juke and Predator. And that's Wedge in the A-Wing, by the way. That's how Juke makes sense there. So, um, looking at this, so Ezra's ability in that gauntlet, we have while you defend or perform an attack, if you are stressed, you may spend one force to change up to two of your focus results to uh, squiggles or hits. So, how, how are we getting stressed on this ship? I guess you have the dial, um, Night Brother, after you reveal a non-blue maneuver, if you are stressed, you may spend two to gain a focus or an evade. The coordinate is right, I think. Yeah, so is the reinforce. Ah, okay, so with, with your actions, okay. And you have three force on this one because normally, wait, normally it has how many? Normally it has one, but this one has the child. The child, okay. So this, this recurring three is a little deceptive because it's really just recurring one plus two. That's what it is. And what is what is Boda? Do you guys have you ever flown Bodica? Yeah, that's probably the only thing that I that I would say is worth taking at this time. I, I don't think he's better than other five points, but if you're gonna take one, yeah, I don't. I don't think Beskar plating's the the upgrade for. It's not the upgrade, them. but basically, after another friendly ship defends, if you are not depleted. you may perform a bonus primary attack against the attacker. If you do, after performing attack performing the attack in a deplete token so ideally it, it'll you'll trigger it it'll it works best against initiative four or lower that are shooting after you that way you can mm -hmm. shoot then if they don't shoot you if they shoot you know any of the other ships on here then you get to shoot again um so it's it's um it's pretty well good it doesn't ability. matter what initiative because if they shoot well, it you're always shooting is. three then two yeah, but that's why I'm saying it works best on lower initiative because you shoot three for your main shot, and then you shoot three again, and then you deplete after your shot. 
Because you don't deplete when you shoot the bonus shot. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. So if it's a 9-2, you, sh you shoot your three dice, and then you're depleted at the end of the round to do yeah, a balloon maneuver balloon to clear. Maneuver, yeah. Okay, I guess that's fair. So that's you're a, getting I shot retract my times, impression. just don't shoot the first ship that shoots. Wait till you get to somebody that shoots after you take yeah. your... Uh, yeah, I've seen Bodica like initiative kill a ship, like an I six shoots, and then Bodica shoots at I six and kills some other I four. It's surprisingly good. The only problem is you have to fly a Fang. True, true, true. Whoops, I accidentally copied these ships. So, uh, a Fang without Fearless as well as a no. That's scum only, unfortunately. <laughs> I mean, Predator Crackshot. Like, no, you also get down. The, do you get the, uh, what's that other new three-point upgrade that... Clan? Yeah, clan. Uh, training? Yeah. Uh, where you get a focus, and a red focus when you engage. Clan you, training. And, before you engage, if you are not focused, and there is an enemy ship in your front arc at range one, you may spend a charge to perform a red focus after you perform an attack. After the defender is destroyed, get one of those charges back. Yeah, I think the initiative four hurts her there because the the bonus attack isn't her engaging. Plus, your focus should be your main action, anyways. Well, reposition into focus, technically. You can also do Mandalorian optics, by the way. Um, so that, basically, True. two two free target locks. Uh, so Mandalorian optics, and then just any one pointer, whether it's probably marksmanship, makes sense. Okay, so then we also had Colby, um, just kind of stand, standard Colby. What does he normally take? Notorious? Is he the notorious carrier? Yeah, you probably want notorious on him more than on more Ezra than on because Ezra. of the um, trying to keep him not dead. And then Wedge in the A wing. I know when I when I look at these lists with the. Uh, with the gauntlet it just feels unbalanced like I, I feel like you have so many points sunk into a seven point gauntlet ship that isn't performing a bonus attack which i feel like that's the, the best gauntlets i've seen are ones that can attack more than once which is the ones that can take is it gar saxon it's gar saxon the bonus attack card no, it's uh, Veteran Tail Gunner. That's all you need. Veteran Tail Gunner. Okay. Oh, there you go. So you get front, front, mm -hmm. back. All right. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know how to address this list because it seems, to me, it seems awkward. I know you guys were talking about individual ships, but I don't. Right. If I'm looking at objectives, I think it, it has some options probably for, with Wedge and Colby, you have some options out there for scramble the transmissions. If we look at the um, assault at the satellite array, you got a large base ship that does help, right? I think it probably struggles in chance engagement with damage output, and then which one am I missing, guys? I'm missing one. Scramble. No, salvage, salvage, salvage yeah, is the one I didn't talk about. Uh, I mean, I guess Ezra, Ezra can pick one up, but I mean, is, is that <sighs> it? Like you have one, one carrier, you basically are, are folding on, on salvage Col with Colby this list. Colby can pick it up too. 
Call yeah, it isn't like to, but it can. It, with yeah. Notorious, people don't normally shoot at them. Because mm -hmm. actually, I think you're... The idea of this list is try to, to get people to shoot at Ezra, and so he can go out there and tank all that damage. Uh, we're you. giving Bodica extra shots, and if you choose not to shoot at Ezra, you have to shoot at a three agility A-wing, a fang fighter who's probably range one, or Colby who has Notorious, and it's going to strain you. So it's uh, to fly that effectively, I, I don't know, but I, I can see the, the base of it. I was yeah, I think I, Wedge is probably the one. If I'm looking at this, I would say Wedge is probably the one that that fits the least. Uh, not Bodica. Bodica doesn't doesn't. I, I, I with, to 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 uh, William's point. What he's trying to do is he's trying to give you bad target priority. Okay. Uh, and I think just Wedge just doesn't because the yeah Wedge like one evade. <laughs> Yeah, he's not. He's rolling two dice with an evade. It's just not gonna do anything. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm not sure what the other four. That's a four pointer, right? Yeah, like I, I haven't. I mean, any any Y wing, another uh, uh, X wing. Uh, that's initiative two or three. Yeah. G give me I a ship it. to throw in here. What, what what can we Dutch? Can we get can we get a hawk or are those five points? No, they're all six those, points. No, they're crazy points. Okay. You can get Dutch Vander. Uh, at least you have a, a pseudo support out there, uh, being able to hand out locks. Uh, Bodica and Ezra rarely take locks. Um, Colby's got notorious, so he's normally fine with that. So what you doing out there? What would you do, Dutch uh, dorsal turret? Chaffed, <laughs> but like you could do normal things of like uh, ion torpedo and uh, ion cannon. I mean, you could still take ion torpedo. <laughs> you could you could take ch uh, a ch a chaff missiles and ion torpedoes. I mean, as long as you're taking the ion cannon. I mean, it's so so valuable. But yeah, I mean, it'd be pretty funny to run your Ezra who loves being stressed through your own chaff cloud. <laughs> this is fine i was I, I belong here this is my home yeah, all right jake, jake ain't so bad either at four points by the way you get enough loadout points you, you can do because he gives himself free focuses and stuff like that you can do um multiple things i just feel like like jake jake is out he he's he's out <sighs> he's just doing he was he's, so cheap for so long and now four points seems like too much for him Cause he's a he's a support ship, right? He's just kind of rolling around, being like, "Hey, who wants to focus? You want to focus? Here you go, here you go." Um, I, does he do enough work? I don't know. Like, I find I find the problem of the squad interesting because it feels so awkward. Just like looking at it's it's a it's a conglomerate of ships that make me feel uncomfortable. So I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Maybe I'll fly it on Wednesday just to just 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 to see. Marcel's shaking his head, going, "Why would you do that to yourself?" I mean, you, you go once a week. You might as well fly something, you know. I do need something different though, because I, I have to take FO out of my out of my box. I need some some different. I don't want to bring that again. Do you like Y wings? Because the resistance ones are pretty good. Hmm. 
I don't uh, know. I, I just think thought that you could fit Ray, Poe, and two Y-Wings in one squad. Oh. Oh, interesting. Wait, Commander is that what you Ray? flew against me? I believe it's Commander Poe. No, yeah. I flew Ray, three Y-Wings, and uh, Jaeger. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Ray and four ships. Yikes. All right, and Ryan, was there a list you wanted to to pull out from the from the uh, from the list here? Yeah, it's in uh, it's in the list of the week section there. It's cool. above Will's. Speaking of resistance, by the way. Speaking of the resistance, so who who gave us this one? Uh, this was Matt B. Matt B. Matt B. Matt B. Matt B. All right, you want me to read it off? Go or? for it. Go for it. Okay. So we have Ray in the Falcon with Compassion, Rose, Corsella, Finn, and Ray's Falcon title. Kaz with R1J5, a.k.a. Bucket, Advanced Slam, Cass's Fireball, Contraband, and Spare Parts, Canisters. Kai Thranali in the Y-Wing with Wartime Loadout and Homing Torpedoes. Wilsa... Uh, Teshlo with wartime load up ag pulse missiles and BB-8 in the pod with Chewbacca Greaves. So I think this archetype is potentially pretty good. Uh, one of the first things I'm not a fan of is the wartime loadout Y-Wings. The health is great, but man, do you get so much more out of not having wartime loadout and having a very capable turret, very capable bombs, boosting, target locking, potentially barrel rolling, depending on the pilot you choose, and still getting a calculate action. So let's adjust those first. Uh, with Kai Thranali and Wilsa Teshlo, both of them are going to have at least ion cannon turret, engine upgrade, and targeting computer. The holy trinity for resistance Y-Wings right now. You start with those three upgrades, figure it out later. I have seen people say they like Dorsal because it can do the extra damage. Um, Ion Control is just so good. And always making sure you have three attack dice, potentially four, is another big bonus. Um, and having ships float and only being able to take the focus action means they're not scenario actioning. They're not doing repositions. They're very easy for other ships to pounce on. Uh, after that, um, Kai Thranali is going to take Proton Bombs and Expert Handling. Uh, if you don't care about the Barrel Roll additional option with Expert Handling, you can even take Kai Thranali and change it into Shaza. You just end up dropping Expert Handling, just taking the Proton Bombs, Ion Canter, and Engine Upgrade and Target Computer. Either one works. Uh, Shaz's ability technically could trigger more than Kai's. I've only triggered Kai's like once out of all the games I've played with these resistance Y-Wings. Um, but it can happen. But you also having the ability to barrel roll and still do a uh, calculate is really nice. Wilson, on the other hand, I think is one of the very best loadouts of Y-Wings that you can have. Because you have two bomb slots, you get Bombla Generator, which frees up more points for a very good astromech Lars or L4ER5 being able to uh, rotate link to calc all white action, but also start of engagement, pick a ship in your firing arc, turret or front arc, and transfer a calculate to that. That's basically a very flexible force token you can give to any ship in your list that's within your arc. 
very, very helpful for your ships. In particular, Kaz, who I think can take a lot of benefit from that by adjusting a little bit of his loadout and gaining one of the most powerful talents right now, Notorious. So I think we drop spare parts canisters off Kaz, and we trade in our contraband cybernetics for false transponder codes. Gain Notorious, and then our, our last mod slot for one point is targeting computer. Being able to lock something and pop your false transponder codes on an opposing ship, and then having Wilsa pass over that calculate, very, very helpful. Or if Kaz wants to be very defensive, he can take an evade token and have that calculate pass to him. Not to say it's always going to go to him, but he is a very viable candidate for it because Ray is a truck by herself. She really does not need much besides the loadout she has. Um, but I do think that can even be tweaked a little bit. Um, I think it's so rare that Corsella is, to me, very useful. I think it's more useful to Ray to stay on the board longer. We do that by taking, unironically, Heroic. I'm normally very against Heroic. But man, when you can just say I, I get to Heroic because I can f add Finn blank when I've already Sacrilege. rolled a blank, it's just easy in oh. that case. Oh, man. When, when I saw a Ray range three, roll eyeball blank, rose to the blank, added the go. fin no. and heroic both of them no. i was like rose the eyeball rose the eyeball the yes blank. i was like i only have blanks now yep, yep. yeah wow. you have a lot of weird control with the rose and the heroic it's it's a great way to control all that so and with the rest of the points we're actually going to take compassion off speaking of rose another way to gain target locks let's do another false transponder codes why not uh, either they have to waste their action and do it to me, or I'm going to do it to them no matter what. Um, and then with the last two points, um, some people waver on this one. I've seen people like doing patience and just saying, I'm going to be have those turns and be more defensive or guarantee that I'm going to have a force available to mod offense or defense. But man, with all that hull and those crits, some of those crits can be absolutely devastating to a ship like Ray. And I want the ability to flip flip one of those down every once in a while. So I'm going to take Novice Technician. For two points, I'll take it. And Sneaky. I'm even going to adjust the crew on BB-8. Ooh. So right now you got Chewbacca um, down there. So I originally went with Han Solo Automated Target Party. But I had a discussion with someone that sold me on this. Who even knows what Larma Daisy does? <laughs> Let's read it together. Uh, so Larma yeah. Daisy is a four-point crew. While you have two or fewer stress tokens, you can perform reinforce, coordinate, and jam actions even while you are stressed. While you perform a white reinforce, coordinate, or jam action, if you are stressed, treat that action as red. So... BB-8 is meant to exist as a massive annoyance, jamming as much as he feels like it. For two points, I'll take it to make sure I can always jam even after I use BB-8's ability and maybe not do a blue maneuver. <laughs> I like that. You got you got BB-8 out there zapping people. So yeah, yeah, jam them and block them. Prevent uh, their modifications. 
So I, I asked this to Will and he answered it, but I'm just um, either double checking his answer or just other people might have the same question. Is not in this particular list of um, that he's got, but in the one that has BB-8 Astromech plus the uh, the shaft cloud, basically turning them into the bomber. If you have engine upgrade and expert handling, when you sorry, what what are, what are we talking about right now? He's talking, he's talking about, about like Lega Fossing is a resistance wiring at four points who can take electro chaff clouds and BB-8 astromech, which allows yeah. the system phase repositions before or after launching a chaff cloud. Yeah. So, the, so, the, so the question that I asked Will was, if I have expert handling, which adds a... So as a, as a note real quick, this is not related to this list whatsoever. It's it just is a, not. It's it's just, a, this is a tangent a off discussion. of BB-8. It's related to the faction. Got it. But, yeah, so I was just wondering, because I, I don't know, I believe, Will, we'll say, yeah, but... Um, yes. So let's, let's, an action let's that, build it out. That is let's added build, to your okay, action so just, just Lega. Let's do that. We need a Y-Wing name... Y-Wing, Shaft... Name Lega. Lega. You said Shaft Cloud. Shaft Cloud. You'll have to get rid of BB-8 from that same page. Unless, BB- I don't know, you put up a new page, good. BB-8 Astromech. And then you engine upgrade... And expert handling, and then the rest doesn't matter. So the question was: Read, read intuitive interface, Dion. Intuitive interface. After you perform an action, add it to your action bar by a uh, talent, illicit or modification upgrade. You may perform a calculate action. Yeah. So and then, then, then read BB eight. <laughs> BB-8 reads, during the system phase, you may perform, uh, you may, excuse me, that's the old one. Uh, During the system phase, you may spend one charge to perform a barrel roll or boost action. Yeah. So so the question is, if you, so when you barrel roll or boost with BB-8, so you barrel roll and then because you performed an action added to your action bar by expert handling, you're allowed to take a calculate linked white calculate then you can perform your maneuver and take your regular target lock action let's say and then well actually you wouldn't be able to take calculate action twice but you know what i mean uh, uh, ryan, ryan ryan says this doesn't work and before i give my ryan reasons feel free ryan tell me why it doesn't work because these actions are coming from the BB-8 card. They're not coming from the modification or talent slot specifically noted by intuitive interface. Right, but it was it was added to your action bar, though. These, are not, these, these actions for BB-8 don't say from your action bar. It just tells you to perform a barrel or boost action. They don't have to be on your action bar, nor is it telling you to do it from but, your action bar. Right, but is, does intuitive interface ask... Does it does intuitive interface ask if your the action you performed was on your action bar? Uh, yes. So after you perform an action, add it to your action bar. But it has to also be from a talent illicit and mod. These are actions asked for and given to whether oh, you no, have no. them or not by BB-8 Astromech. Okay. I understand that that line of thinking. My my opinion would be that the 
you did the bear roll action and was the bear roll action on your action bar provided yeah. to you by an upgrade like but expert handling. both ways because you, to Will's point, you did not perform the action on your action bar. You performed the action on the BB-8 Astromech, but it is an action that was added to your action bar by... I did a barrel roll. It's yeah, on so my action bar. You completed a barrel roll, which is added to your action bar, but... regardless of what triggered it, even if it's like, you know, afterburners. Actually, mm -hmm. afterburners wouldn't matter. Afterburners would also work. Yeah. 100% it would. But... In my and, opinion. And, yeah. So which may be wrong. Yeah. No, afterburners yes. is a mod, so... Uh, but it doesn't add the blue you have to have, action, you have, to have afterburners Both. and engine up yes yeah, yeah exactly yes but but anyway so that's that's the question that i didn't know because i was thinking like hmm i'm gonna barrel calculate shoot a shaft cloud and then uh, like you know do something weird to, rotate to, my to or the something. forms i'll i'll concede uh, yeah. i'll concede to the whatever form ruling it was last uh I'll, I'll, I'll take a peek. <laughs> I, I guess the, the question here is, do, is the wording from intuitive interface basically basically a, if you just so happen to have it, check? Yeah, right? so that, and with, that's what with I think BB, it is. Is it on your BB action bar? Did you do it? Right. After you perform an action added to your action bar by a talent, illicit, or mod, they perform... Right, so I, I think the... By the, the way, Marcel, a side note to all of that, it says you may perform a calculate action, not gain a calculate, so you cannot double up on it. No, yeah, I, I, I got that part. Okay. But then you can also just focus afterwards or something like that. All right, all right. this is... Uh, well, I found, I found it. We'll read it together. Oh. Got a link? Oh yeah, post it, post it in the Twitch chat for those watching live. Watch us oh, live every it? Monday. September 26, 2021. All right, we're getting a little right. <laughs> It's when they came out. What do you want? <laughs> uh, if things it, have changed a lot as we've seen. Um, anyways, if a resistance, if my, this is from Dragoon Ken Katarn, if my resistance wiring has both BB-8 and engine upgrade, and it doesn't have wartime loadout. And I use BB-8 to perform a boost after revealing a blue maneuver, which is different now, but still a boost action. Even though the source of the action isn't a modification that has been added, a white boost to the action bar, have I still performed an action added to my action bar by a modification? And Chris answers, yes. The boost gain from BB-8 would trigger the intuitive interface ability if engine upgrade was equipped as the boost action has been added by the modification card. It would also trigger if expert handling was equipped to the same ship uh, and the ship performed a barrel roll. And so by Chris's, uh, by Chris's information, uh, like I said, it, he references... Uh, what the boost action had been added by the modification, which is what the I guess it checks for. Well, yep. We'll have to see how many other things similar to that it breaks. There's been yeah. a few iterations of forum answered things. We're like, man, if you look at hey, the other I things mean, that are similar to it, there might be problems. 
I don't we I don't trust the forums, but they are they exist. I guess the rules. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It could have went either, either way. They chose mm-hmm. that way at least as of September 26, 2021. Yeah. And I and I think the the current ruling is basically a do you happen to have a white action that was created by an upgrade, not are you performing the upgrade? If Yeah, cuz it could be it could be like perf- ask like like, are, while you ahead. perform an action on your action bar, added by a modification, like if you just move the the word action bar to a different part in that sentence, it does really. Or if it was like meaning. during the perform action step, yeah, something. Oh, yeah. I mean, that something would be, like that. That, right? would, really that would lock it up it. at that point. Interesting rules. Fun. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, uh, that's going to be it for our show today. We have uh, an exciting weekend coming up. Remember, if you're planning on playing in the Oricon qualifier, to go ahead, get yourself set up, buy your tickets, and make sure you get registered for that. Marcel had a closing thought or statement. I saw some hand wiggling. No, just you just, just dance. You just dancing, finger dancing. What? I was trying to think of the word. Oh yeah, I'm arthritis stretching. Ah, okay. Gotcha. I was gonna say counting is counting the words you're looking for. <laughs> Awesome. Well, we look forward to seeing you this weekend. Make sure to tune in live. We're going to have uh, five rounds of Swiss going into a cut on Sunday. So we have a bunch of X-Wing coming your way. Uh, don't miss out. And uh, we look forward to talking to you later. For everybody here at Gold Squadron, be smart and be safe. Gold Squadron. V's before Z's. 